where there are those who only serve because they get paid to get it or paid to work. But he said that the sheep, the shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And, you know, to me, the most important thing in the house of the Lord is relationship. It is so critical that you are not here because you see it as a club. This is not some kind of a, you know, a, a, an association to a, a, a life club or something like that. The Bible refers to the church as a family of believers. And, you know, in a church family, what you, what, now I know we live in a society that is, that is deeply broken. We're deeply fractured. In fact, psychologists say that the most depressing time of the year is holiday seasons because families have to get together. How tragic. That's tragic when we, we have to get together. Some of you probably have already gone in debt because of your addiction to approval, so you feel you have to buy a gift for somebody. You know, that's sad that we're in that mindset. People go into debt because I don't want anybody to think bad of me or reject me. And we're not able to be free. We're not liberated in the spirit. But God, I believe, wants to bring a a birthing into our hearts and a a refreshing uh, of an understanding of the Holy Spirit and how he sees us and how he loves us. And, you know, the, there's a word I, I want to share with you this morning, and I, I, I'm not planning on preaching, I, I promise, but I want to drop a line, a word the Lord gave to me in Luke 2. If you could turn with me to Luke chapter 2 this morning. Do you know that Christmas is a sign? The Bible says it's a sign. And it's not just the birth of Jesus, but Christmas is a sign of God coming to visit his people. And you know, the Lord laid on my heart early this morning. He says, Ray, I want my people to know the sign of my visitation. If I had a if I put a title on this, it would be the sign of his visitation. This morning, the Lord showed me something. He said, Ray, many of my sheep, many of my people do not recognize when I am trying to visit them, that I'm trying to speak to them. And the Lord gave me this verse just this morning. He says, I want you to let them know that I care for them more than they believe that I care for them. Some of you believe you've gone beyond a point of no return, and the Lord is here this morning to convey a message of hope to those who have been struggling with sin. The Lord is here to convey hope to you, and he wants you to understand the sign of his visitation. In Luke chapter 2, verse 8, very familiar passage where it says, and there was in the same country, this is the time when Jesus was born, the same country, shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night, and behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. 
Father, I just pray right now that you would just just penetrate our heart, Lord, with the Holy Spirit. We just thank you that you've come to overshadow us with the influence of your great grace this morning in Jesus' name. How many of you know that Jesus cares for everybody? It's interesting that the Bible, the Holy Spirit, takes the time to change different pictures in the birth of Christ. In fact, throughout the Gospels, you'll find where Jesus met different people and there were different situations. But in this situation, the Bible seems to bring our attention to shepherds in a field at night. Now, shepherds, interestingly enough, in that society, in that culture, in that time, many of them were farmers. Many of them were vagabonds. They were nomads. They didn't even live in homes. Many of them had no possessions other than the livestock they had, but many of them lived in caves. They didn't even have the money to buy a house. They would live with their animals. In the society of that day, they were considered the lowest of the low, of the status of life of people in society. These shepherds were considered in society as the lowest of the low. When they died, when things happened in their life, no one really recognized it. But we find here that the angels come to the lowest of the low. And he comes to those who no one would even give a thought. No one would even take uh, issue with. When these people in these sheep, sh- uh, sh- shepherding these sheep in these, in these countrysides and hillsides, no one would ever give a consideration with, with the exception of those who were in those uh, tribes or clans or in those families. Many of them were generational and they would raise generations. But very few were educated. In fact, about 90% of the population during Jesus' day was uneducated. They were illiterate. They could not read. That's why you find that many of the parables, Jesus spoke in parables so they could understand. Jesus came down to their level. But the Bible says that the glory of the Lord shone around them in that place. How many of you know God's, the message of Christmas is that God's glory is coming to your house? That's what he's trying to say. He's coming to those that would not even think he would come to those. My Bible says that God hath chosen the weak things. He's chosen the foolish things, the things that are despised. In here in this passage, the angel says, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be to all people. Everyone say all people. That's me and that's you. Do you know that God wants you to have joy Christmas is about the fact that you no longer have to be a slave to sin. You see, Jesus was born to die. He was born to make an atonement for us. He was what John referred to as the Lamb of God who come to take away the sins of the world. That means that I no longer have to be subject to the curse of generational curses. I no longer have to feel like I'm a victim anymore. 
When Jesus or the angels came to these shepherds and says, I'm here to bring you guys in the field, those who were removed out of society, those who were just kind of left alone out in the field, I've come to bring you good news that God's glory is coming to you. And then the angel began to speak about a sign. Verse 11, there was born to you this day in the city of David. It's amazing the angels call it the city of David because David represented a man after God's own heart, a man who understood God's presence, a man who had a, had a heart for the Lord. And it says, in the city of David, a Savior who is Christ the Lord, Verse 12, and this will be the sign to you. In other words, this is not an accident, but a sign. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God. Guess what? If you're going to heaven, you're going to be praising God. If you've met Jesus who's in the manger, there's, you, you can't help but praise the Lord. God puts a song in your heart. He gives you a reason to shout. If you've met Jesus, man, I'll tell you, the best Christmas gift you can have is knowing that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. It's knowing that He has delivered you and set you free and He's broken the curse of sin. He's raised you up. He's seated you with Christ in heavenly places this morning. He's blessed you abundantly above all that you could ask or think. That's what God's Word, that's, that's what this sign is all about. But here's the thing. When He said the sign will be a babe... Wrapped in swaddling clothes. That was kind of a very rough garment. It's almost kind of like a, a, a gunny sack kind of material. Very rough. But wrapped in a swaddling clothes in a animal's feeding trough. In other words, the Lord was saying that my glory and my grace is strong enough to reach down to the lowest place. I don't know about, I was raised on a farm, folks, and I know what it's like to be in a barn. We had cows, we had chickens, and we had pigs. And the one thing, you know, a, a barn is not a sanitary place. It's a filthy place. There's flies everywhere. There's manure on the ground. I mean, that was the only place that Mary and Joseph could find to give birth. And what the Lord is saying, and how many of you believe that that wasn't an accident? God was trying to give us a sign today that doesn't matter how bad or how low you have gone, the blood of Jesus and the grace of God not only is able to reach down and bring restoration to your life, but He knows where you're at. He knows what you've come through because He was born in it. He was born in it. He was raised in it. And even though He was born in that kind of a condition, God's glory was raised up out of that. 
and is a testimony to everyone this day who will put their faith in Jesus that he can make you more than conquerors. He can make you a winner. You no longer have to be subject to the dunghill of sin. He's come to set us free this morning. You know, the, the greatest gift that we have is knowing that Jesus has washed our sins away. He loves us this morning. I want you to just bow your, your heads. I know we're going to close here. But I, I believe that the Lord is saying, I want my people to understand that this is a season where I want you to recognize my sign to you. God has given you a sign. And that sign is this. I know where you're at. And I know how to bring life to those who are in death, those who are separated from him. I can bring change. I can bring renewal. He's the kind of God who understands our infirmities. He knows our afflictions. He knows where we've been. This morning you may say, you know, Pastor Ray, I don't know Jesus. I've been a religious man or a woman. I've, I've never really come to know Jesus as my Savior. I've never really known him as Lord of my life. And I've, I've kind of been alienated from the life of God. I've, I've only known God from a distance. Even like these shepherds who really were not into the, the major things of what was going on in the city life, these shepherds were just vagabonds, many of them outside city life. But yet the Lord came to them the lowest of the low, and he says, I've come to bring my glory and let you know about what God is doing in the earth today. And he's, he's coming this morning, even to you this morning, all of us this morning. He wants to renew and bring a sense of refreshing and direction in our life this morning. Jesus being born in a manger speaks about a fresh beginning. It speaks of new life, a new vision for your life. Maybe this morning you need fresh vision in your life this morning. The Lord wants to bring resurrection power in you and on you. and Open your heart, open your eyes this morning. Maybe this morning you say, Pastor, I need the Lord. I need him in my life. I want to just raise your hand this morning. I want to pray with you. Amen. Anyone else? Amen. I just need the Lord. Okay, I see that hand. I just need a touch from God. I, I know the Lord wants to reach into my life. Let, let's all stand together, shall we? This Christmas season, it's a time of sharing. It's a time of relationship. And it's a time where we begin to reflect on all that God has done for us. Isn't he been good? 2011 has been a good year. We, we might have had our bumps and we might have had some setbacks. We might have even gone through some seasons in our life where we're even ashamed of it. But I want you to know that 2012, God wants you to know, is a year of breakthrough. And he wants you to begin to be encouraged. The sign of Christmas is a word of encouragement to those who have no direction, who are enslaved to sin, to those who do not know the Lord. He's here to let you know that you don't have to walk alone anymore. He loves you. He cares about you this morning. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. 
I want you to know this morning that Jesus is really calling you. Some of you are so busy. Some of you are just in life, and some of you might even be burned out. The Lord wants to lift your vision. He wants to refresh you today. And what I need to do is I need to open my heart and just say, Lord, take control. I yield control. Amen. There we go. (laughs) Amen. Let's just bow our heads. I'm going to close here. Father, we thank you, Lord, for those hands that were raised. We pray, Lord, that you would just continue to overflow your love and grace on them this morning, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you have every day, your mercies are new every day. Your grace is new every morning, Lord. And, Lord, we thank you for the sign of Christmas, that, Lord, you came down and you become the Lamb of God and you've taken away our sins so that we could have a relationship and live abundantly, to live a life with you, Lord, to serve you. We find it not a challenge, but we take it as an opportunity and a privilege to know you, Lord. Lord, I just pray that peace would be upon every person this morning. Your peace would go with them, Lord. Flow with them in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. I want you to turn to someone, give them a hug, and you have a Merry Christmas today. And God bless you in Jesus' name.